Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Build, Grow, and Enjoy here on the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA. And this week we have a, uh, I guess you would call them, uh, they used to call them on Jeopardy, a returning uh, contestant. Uh, <laughs> we've got Heather Wagonalls with us today, and um, she has unlockyourwealthradio.com. And we're going to be talking about a few different topics today, but in this first segment, we're going to be discussing scammed on your way to college. And um, Heather Wagenhalls is a certified identity theft risk management specialist, personal finance expert, and host of the fabulous Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Uh, she also has the uh, she's got great books out there. She's a great author. Yes, you can. And Bushido Business. And she's with us today. Uh, families receiving college financial aid offers. This spring should be aware what they see this year may not be what they get next year. Some colleges make their most generous offers to high school seniors as a lure to attend a practice known as front-loading. And uh, Heather Wagonhalls is with us today. What is front-loading? It's an interesting concept. And, of course, if you try to contact a major university and ask them about this, they deny it happens. However, the trend and the statistics say otherwise. But what front-loading is, is a way to keep incoming freshman enrollment up by offering some of the best financial aid out there. Now, on the flip side of it, what people don't realize is that the likelihood of dropout happens in your first year of college, and that's why you can't get student loans to cover as much of the expenses your freshman year as you can in subsequent years. So, so it's kind of like a catch-22 in a way. So you get enticed and you think, oh, I'm going to have all of this great money available to go to school and I'm going to get grants and, and all kind of programs and scholarships that seem to evaporate. But the reality is, is they're designed to, to cover freshman expenses that aren't covered by student loans or other uh, options. But, you know, you can get kind of hoodwinked or swindled in a way and thinking that you're going to be able to get this, if that's what your expectation is set to, that you're going to be able to go all four years on this same money. Wow. <laughs> wow. I did not know that this existed. I know. It's really interesting. You know, because I remember when I went to college, there was something called a Pell Grant. It was just like a few hundred yep. bucks. Yep. Yep. And, then, and, and it was almost like everybody got that. But then, you know, you had to pay the rest of it yourself. Yeah. So... It, it, it's uh, it's upsetting if you're trying to do your best and you're going to be like maybe the first one in your family to be able to go to college and you get there and you have this incredible year, you get good grades, and then come to find out that the next year it's not going to be the same. And, you know, your hopes and dreams may be dashed if you can't get a job or enough financial aid to cover the rest of your expenses, you may not be able to continue. And that's 
you know, what's so heartbreaking for folks. Heather Wagonhalls with us today here on Build, Grown, Enjoy, here on a fabulous Sunday morning. Scammed on your way to college is the topic of this first segment. Now, what is being done to try to control this front-loading and uh, fix some of this? Well, because no one will uh, accept responsibility for the front-loading, there's nothing that really can be done other than make sure that everybody is aware that this has happened. There's something else that's also a growing trend that what we need to be focusing on almost more, I think, than just these, uh, these grants that go away after your freshman year and all of this free money that goes away. And that is these organizations that say they will help you find the free money. And they can pay <laughs> $1,000. Yep, yep. And, you know, What's unfortunate is is they say, oh well, you know, we're going to help you find this money. You spend a thousand, thinking you're going to get ten, twenty, thirty thousand, and when you only get a couple of hundred bucks, you're like, hey, wait a minute, I just lost money on this deal. For you to help me find money cost me money, <laughs> and now I'm still in the whole eight hundred bucks. And they're wow. like, well, we found you money, and you're like, but you didn't find me the money I needed, and you cost me money, and that's a bigger a, a bigger problem. What people need to know is to educate themselves about the process because not all school counselors in, in your senior year of high school are aware of this. Uh, and so, you know, that's where we resort to the Internet when we do our research. And then, you know, of course, everything is true on the Internet, so you should believe everything you see about <laughs> student loans. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. That's another show. Never mind. <laughs> We've got Heather Wagonalls with us today. Well, I'll, I'll tell you the uh, the the thing about being scammed on your way to college is uh, most people don't want to get scammed when they get out of high school and head to college. But apparently, it happens today. I didn't know anything about this front loading until today. Um, this what, what what can we do to protect ourselves against financial aid scams? Well, again. All of the places for free money are aggregated um, on government websites that have to do with post-secondary education. And so all you have to do uh, is, um, and you know what, I don't have that website handy, and I thought that I did here, but I grabbed the wrong piece of paper <laughs> for our interview. Um, but you can find resources for student loans available at at uh uh, the federal government websites. Yeah, I I know I know they're they're real easy to find, and and like you were talking about with with the with the Pell grants, uh, that that was what I got when I went to college. Uh, do those just not exist anymore? You know, it's uh, it never covered much to begin with. Remember? Yeah, because yeah. When I was you know in the late eighties and early nineties. At the time, it was 1900 to go to ASU, and it was just like, you know, 400 bucks or something. And it was yeah. just, you know, it was a joke uh, what it was. Um, it, didn't, it didn't make much of a difference. Uh, but the, the challenge is that, uh, that, w- that you have to take and, and um, not just look at your first year, but you need to look at what is my whole degree going to cost me? And, and, and that's what we have to look at because that is the bigger concern. And, and if we're not paying attention to that, 
uh, and I just found uh, it's studentloans.ed.gov. That's the website that you need to go to, where you can find all of the reliable sources for student loans and grants that are uh, recognized by the federal government to be um, appropriate for individuals. Um, when you steer away from that, there may be private money available, but again, you have to be careful and do your homework. Yeah. Anything that costs you money when you're seeking money is probably not a good idea. <laughs> now, why is it that um, there's this life of fraud becoming more common in society? I think that people uh, are getting more desperate, and so when push comes to shove and people are out of resources and they don't know what else to do and they think, oh, I can commit these anonymous crimes because the Internet is, is in a way, as friendly as it is with Facebook and these other social media things, it's also very anonymous. You can be whoever you want when you're on the Internet. Pretty much. And, and, and <laughs> so I think that, it, that, that, the, that it's easier to commit fraud, you know, because it's so hard to... to to check a wire transfer to someone. You know, if yep. you think about some of these scams where they say, oh, you know, well, you just, um, uh, you owe the IRS, and if you don't want us to come arrest you, you need to send a wire. <laughs> yes, yes. And yes. wire me the money. Yep. You know, and they prey upon people's uh, uh, naivety first. Yeah. And then, you know, it leads into what we discussed on my radio program about brain-based financial literacy because you and I already know to spend less and save more, but we don't. And the reasons why are biological. We're biologically set up to fail at long-term anything management, money management, weight management, career management, you name it. Because with the way our brain is set up, that our first brain that we experience things with is our survival brain, so we're going to fight, freeze, or flee. Then our second brain is we're going to have an emotion about it. So if it's a previous experience that was either positive or negative, we're going to act upon that. And if we get uh, triggered in some sort of a way that causes us to have an extreme emotion about something, we're not even going to get that stimulus to the third part of our brain, which is where we logically think and consider things. Because we've got all these hormones dumping in our body. And so even if we wanted to be logical, we couldn't. We just lost those resources because our emotions got engaged or our survival instinct got engaged. And we started displacing hormone and moving blood around, and it just cuts off access to that third brain. So when someone, you know, the last thing you want when, you know, you just had a $1,000 car repair, you just found out that you were be, your company is being right-sized and you're having to take a pay cut or quit, and then your kid just got in trouble for fighting at school, and you had a flat tire on the way home, and now the IRS is after you. So you just get to the point where you ha it's sensory overload, and the last thing you want to do is go to jail, because that's going to screw up all the other stuff you got going on. <laughs> We've got so you're going to just you're going to listen to people, and and it just it happens, and, and there's not much we can do about it. Uh, unless we're aware of what's going on in our body and we can take active steps, which is what we teach on Unlock Your Wealth Radio, on how to overcome those biological challenges and be a little bit more logical and more methodical when we experience life and make decisions about what to do when it comes to our finances. 
We've got Heather Wagonhalls with us today here on the program. We're going to take a quick little time out here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. And when we come back, we're we're going to chat with her about cybersecurity, which is uh, she's she's an expert on that as well. We will talk to Heather Wagonhalls here in a few moments here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Find out how a jellyfish makes a truly brilliant escape on today's Creation Moments Minute. Up next. Find out how a jellyfish makes a truly brilliant escape on today's Creation Moments Minute. It's always dark as night, 2,000 feet beneath the ocean's surface. Some creatures try to hide in the darkness, but perhaps the most creative escape artist is a species of jellyfish. When a predator comes close, the jellyfish turns off the lights in its bell-shaped body and tentacles. It then scoots away as fast as it can. If the predator wasn't fooled, the jellyfish turns all the lights back on. And when the attacker's very close, the jellyfish turns off the light in its body and takes off, detaching its still glowing tentacles. According to evolution, jellyfish are among the most primitive multi-celled animals. In this clever survival strategy, we see they are neither simple nor primitive. They are a true credit to the creator's handiwork. For CreationMomentsMinute.com, I'm Garen Marler. We've got Heather Wagonhalls joining us today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. And uh, in this next segment, we're going to talk about fighting back against cybersecurity. Heather Wagonhalls is with us today. She's a certified identity theft risk management specialist. She's a great author of Bushido Business and Yes, You Can. And she hosts Unlock Your Wealth Radio. And she's with us today here on the telephone. Cybersecurity is the biggest common threat organizations face. It is also the one where we see the largest gap between threat and preparedness while companies are devoting uh, significant resources to the problem they must recognize that playing catch-up is inherent to to tracking down the problem tackling the problem taking care of the problem and uh, heather wagonhalls is with us today now heather why is cybersecurity the biggest threat among companies well because it's the one that's least understood i mean for the most part you know uh, when you run a company you're about being the best at whatever you can be, selling your widgets, things like that. So your focus is on building customers, selling product, creating experiences, providing services, whatever you do. And, and so, so it's not the first thing you think about as an employee, but it's uh, as an employer. But it's definitely something that must be addressed. And you know, the, the challenge that it has, you know, is that most of the time. And we're talking more than 50% of the time when a company has a problem with security or data breaches, it's usually fostered by somebody on the inside. Oh, really? And that's the challenge. Yeah, you've got to, because, see, the way, the way encryption and data transfer and stuff like that works, it, it's, it's pretty cut and dry. So uh, my girlfriend is an encryption specialist for a major bank. And I was talking with her, and I said, so tell me how this exactly happens. And so there's two kinds of data when you're online shopping, say, for example. So you're at the website. So there's data at rest, and then there's data in motion. So when you're at a website and you're typing stuff into the browser, 
or you have your credit card and, and address information and shipping and all of that stuff already loaded into your browser. That's data at rest. That data is vulnerable, okay? So if you download some spyware or malware or something gets into your system, even if their side has encryption and on you're on an, uh, an HTTPS or a secured SSL socket layer, it doesn't matter because your data is at rest and that's the data that's vulnerable. Now, once you hit enter and you move that information, that's when you enjoy the secure socket layer. And that's when your data is in motion, when it's encrypted and it's safe. And that's what's protected. Now, when it is received and decoded on the other side, then that data becomes resting again. And so in order to open or unlock the key that's set up once you press send, you have to have the key on the other side. It's very difficult to intercept that encrypted stuff. It's easier to have someone on the inside that gets it after it's been decrypted. Wow. <laughs> A hell of a lot of things we've got to go through to keep our data safe. This is amazing. Right. Right. So you could do the best job you can, and it still gets corrupted on the other side. But here's what people need to understand. So there's a difference between card fraud and identity theft. So if your data is compromised, it's only going to be compromised to the extent that they have that data. So, for example, when you talk about the data breaches at Target or Home Depot, the most they have is your card information. So the most that's going to happen to you is that you're going to have bills that you didn't create on those particular cards you used in those stores, whether it was the Home Depot or Target shopping card proper or one of your other Visa, MasterCard, American Express, or litany of other credit cards that are able to be used at those retailers. So it's going to be a pain in your butt, but it's not the end of the world. And because, you know, this, and I guess I should say this is why it's so critical that we use credit and not debit cards. And I can't stand those gurus that say cut up your credit cards because they're not fixing the problem. That's just <laughs> the bigger problem of bad spending decisions. But debit cards offer you no protection. You know, if you use your debit card, and they capture that account number, and then they go nuts on it. When you spend on a debit card, it pulls the money out right now, and then you have to dispute it and wait, and potentially you'll get your money back. But with a credit card, you say, hey, I didn't charge that. You don't pay for that expense until it's proved that you truly owe it. And that's the protection you have when it comes to credit that you don't have when you use a debit card. It just makes me insane when the people espouse debit cards because they're useless and they don't teach people what they're supposed to be teaching. It's a band-aid to a bigger problem. So that way, you're only subject to whatever happens on that particular account if that's all you do. It, but identity theft is, is a separate issue and a larger problem because when they have your social security number and your personal information, personal identifying information like your date of birth and addresses and things like that, that's where it can wreak havoc with your entire life. So while cybersecurity is a big issue and a problem, it's more of a pain in the butt. And if you invest 
in some of these different um, services. And LifeLock is a sponsor of Unlock Your Wealth Radio. If you invest in a credit monitoring and a credit protection company, then they'll deal with the inconvenience and they'll pay to get whatever restored on your credit. And it's like credit insurance, if you will, uh, by doing that to protect your reputation. Um, And so uh, that's one way to fix it. You know, and, and then it's not so much of an inconvenience. But but we have to separate out identity theft and the cybersecurity. While it's a big problem, it's more of a pain in the butt <laughs> than it is going to be a, a, an issue that really materially affects your life. Heather Wagonhall is with us today, fighting back against cybersecurity. She's with us today. Now, um, what is being done to control it? Because I know that there's we've talked to a lot of cybersecurity folks on all the radio programs, and uh, they, they tell us this, they tell us that, but... Um, you you really are in the inside and on the ground floor on this thing. What is being done to try to control it? Individual companies are stepping up and they're being more aggressive. And one of the things that they have to do is not just watch who comes into the company, but they actually have to monitor existing personnel. And that's requiring a whole kind of overhaul of protocols when it comes to HR departments. And how do we implement supervising our existing employees? But corporations are now being proactive in that department saying, okay, I realize that most of the time this is going to occur by somebody on the inside. Even if they're not actively managing it, somebody on the inside has to allow access to the system in order to deposit whatever the malware is or whatever it is that that they use to, to capture the information. And so that's one of the things that companies are starting to do, and and they're being proactive. You know, there's only so many laws that you can pass that, you know, if you can't catch the person, I mean, who are you going to persecute anyway? So I think that that lawmakers are wasting their time, you know, because for every new encryption technique or for every new law there is, there's a new encryption technique that's going to get broken by somebody else. So... The key is that, that, that individual companies become more proactive, and we're seeing that now across the board, especially these major companies. They're not just looking at their systems, but they're looking at the people who are actively monitoring the systems, and that's what counts because those are the ones that are most susceptible to being persuaded to doing something inappropriate or illegal. We've got Heather Wagonhalls with us today. She joins us live here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. And uh, I'll tell you, there's a lot of things going on in the cybersecurity world, and Heather Wagonhalls is an expert on those. She's with us today here on the telephone. Fighting back against cybersecurity is the topic of this segment here on our broadcast. What can you do to protect yourself against a cybersecurity breach? I know that there's a lot of people that uh, they won't use PayPal on a computer or they won't use uh, their credit cards on a computer or they won't use Facebook because of the because <laughs> of the what, what what exactly can you do to protect yourself against a cybersecurity breach? To protect yourself, you have to be vigilant with your data. And and I'm not just talking about you know, not using certain things because that's not realistic in today's society. But make sure that in your browser that you see an SSL, secure socket layer, where there's that little lock in your browser, so you know that you're on an encrypted site, that you only provide the information that's necessary for the transaction. No one needs your social security number and date of birth or your mother's maiden name all in the same transaction. I'm sorry, but they don't. 
So if you're concerned about stuff, find a new one that you can write down and protect yourself that way. And make sure that you don't leave your browser unattended. Don't take 20, 30 minutes to process a transaction. Process it quickly and efficiently so your information is sent and it's not sitting on your browser waiting for some malware to come in and capture it. And then make sure that you check your statements routinely. So if you are a regular Internet shopper at whatever that interval is, you know, the transactions should be processed in two or three days. Log into your account and make sure that only that transaction was processed. And create a level of accountability because what gets monitored gets managed, according to Peter Drucker. But what I say is what gets managed gets mastered. And then you can become a master of your finances and credit if you monitor it actively and manage it in a routine fashion where you're constantly checking in and then it becomes second nature and that's what we don't do and then we're always in this reactive situation instead of being proactive it's heather wagonhall she joins us today fighting back against cybersecurity is the topic of this segment here on build grow and enjoy why is a life of fraud we were talking about that earlier with the college loans why is that happening in cybersecurity too it's like we're just getting screwed everywhere heather <laughs> well I, I you know we're not Okay, but because the media is focusing on it, that that's a, it just, you know, because if it bleeds, it leads, right? Nobody sells a good news day paper, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I, remember, I remember when I used to work for the Tribune, and one day a year, it would all be good news. If it bled, it didn't make the lead on that page. And, and, and it was sad because it was like, oh, really, only one day a year we get good news in our paper? And so we're drawn to catastrophe just naturally as human beings. And so, unfortunately, that's what sells headlines. So that's what we see more of, is, is, is we see more of that controversy. And, and so it's not as bad as it seems, but, you know, it does seem like Chicken Little. You know, the sky is falling, the sky is falling to get everybody in an uproar. And that's, you know, we have to make a lot of noise these days in order to be heard because, the news media is so pervasive, it's everywhere. It's in our cell phones, it's in our watches. We get news everywhere we go, every minute of the day. And so in order for our news to stand out above the rest and for us to get noticed, we've got to do something shocking, and it's usually something negative. And that's why we're seeing so much more of it. Heather Wagonhall's with us today. Heather, how do we find you online? How do we listen to the radio shows, pick up the books, all that? Okay, so here we go. So if you want... To subscribe to the newsletter for free money tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com, where you can also register to get the book when it comes out. There is also a new website we've created for fraud tips, and that's called moneycreditandyou.com for up-to-the-minute fraud and news, and news alert aggregations when it comes to cybersecurity breaches. And then if you want to hear the radio show, visit me at unlockyourwealthradio.com. Well, Heather, it's always nice to chat with you. Uh, I, I, I wish we could chat on things other than <laughs> craziness going on in the student loan world or cybersecurity, but uh, it's always but nice to me, chat I'm with you. Catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey, since I'm a returning contestant, do I get a free T-shirt? I will have to talk to Kalithia on that one. <laughs> You want a Jiggy Jaguar t-shirt. I want a Jiggy Jaguar t-shirt. I want a Jiggy 
Jaguar t-shirt, and I'll send you one of mine. How's that? Oh, I might have to actually make that happen. <laughs> I will have to okay. make that happen. <laughs> well, Heather, have yourself a, a wonderful Sunday, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Heather. Make it a great day. Appreciate it. Heather Wagadall's with us today. That is that, and uh, that's Build, Grow, and Enjoy this week here on the BGE Radio Network. Build, grow, and enjoy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.